Hello, this is Melissa Glenn Burrell of Seed of Faith Clinic Podcast, where the Word of God is able to save your soul. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a word of edification. Well, praise the Lord. Well, today we want to continue part two of the last podcast that we began on a subject of three characteristics of an effective citizen in the kingdom of God. Well, in that last podcast, we we started with one characteristic, uh, which is power. And we know that God has given us the power to live the God kind of life. And in living the God kind of life, there, there has to be a development of God's character in us. And so we know that when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord, as our Lord and Savior, the very nature, the very personality, and the very character of God is, has been made available unto us. And because of the fact that God has given us a will and and the ability to make decisions within ourselves, he made his word available unto us so that we can develop our character through his word and so that we can develop the character of God in us and the nature of God in us is through his word that he has given us that is written in his Bible. So that gives us the the fact to know that we can live the God kind of life because in the last podcast, we talked about the power that God has given us by his grace through faith. And by his grace, he's given us the ability, which is his power, to live right, to talk right, and to act right. So therefore, we can live the God kind of life when we allow the word of God itself to develop our character and develop our nature in that which God's word has been sent to do. So we talked about the last time that Jesus walked this earth and he lived an example of how we should live as a citizen in the kingdom of God, that we can be an effective citizen in the kingdom of God. So therefore, we don't have to try within ourselves to live right, but we can take the word of God and allow the word of God to develop our character with the ability of God, which is his power, to help us to live right once we make a decision to live right. And you can't do that. You can't live right unless you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the nature of God is released within you through the power of the Holy Spirit. So I want you to know that You accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you also have to accept the Holy Spirit that has come to live on the inside of us, that come to live in our spirit, man, to help us 
to walk the God kind of life in this sinful world, to help us to act right in this sinful world, to help us to talk right in this sinful world, and to help us to display the God kind of life that God desires us to live. Amen. So with that said, let's move on to the next characteristic that God has given us. And the next characteristic that we want to talk about is love. Because we used the text in our last podcast to say that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. Or I say he's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. But today we want to talk about love, which I believe is one of the greatest characteristics of a believer's life. It could be one of the greatest and effective characteristics of a citizen in the kingdom of God. And there are four things I want us to understand before we go any further that we're talking about love. And one thing I want you to, to, to keep in mind is that God loves, God's love is unconditional. So in other words, what I'm saying, God loves you unconditionally. And then the second thing is, you are commanded, or we are commanded, to love others. We are commanded to love God. We're commanded to love our neighbors. And we're also commanded to love our enemies. Well, the third one is, you are incapable of loving others in your own strength. So in other words, we need the Holy Ghost. We need the Holy Spirit to help us to love. And you know, in the word of God, it says that, that God's love has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Amen. The number four, we can love others with God's love. And I believe that that's the only way that we can live and display and release the God kind of love is through the ability that God has given us to love. And that's by his grace, through faith, and through the Holy Spirit and his word. Without those three, our ability to love like God will not happen. And so everybody wants to be loved. And I believe that man's greatest need is to love and to be loved. And there's no barrier that can withstand the mighty force of love. Yeah, the mighty force of love. Love is a force. I say love is a force. And when you love like God, nothing can withstand your love from becoming victorious. Amen. 
So there are three different types of love. There's one love that's called eros, which suggests it's a sensual desire. And there's another love that's called phileo, which is used for friendship, for loved ones, friends and relatives. And it conveys a sense of loving someone because he is worthy of love. That's the way the world loves today. You know, I only love you is if you love me. Or I only love you is because of what you can give me or because of what you possess. But we want to love like the God kind of love, which is that agape love. Which is God's love. Well, the agape love is the purest and deepest kind of love. And it is expressed not through our mere emotions, but is an act of our will. See, we have to will to love. We have to make a decision to love with the God kind of love. Amen? So agape love is God's supernatural, unconditional love for you revealed supremely through our Lord's death on the cross for our sins. It is the supernatural love he wants to produce in you, in you or in us and through us to others by his Holy Spirit. Agape love is, is given because of the character of a person loving rather than because of the worthiness of the object of that love. And sometimes it is love in spite of rather than because of. You know, and we have to love in spite of. We have to love when people mistreat us. We have to love when people don't talk to us right. We have to love when people don't act right toward us. We have to love our enemies in spite of. Amen? But we also have to love because of. And we love God because he first loved us. Amen? And God also underscores the importance of this kind of love through the inspired writing of the Apostle Paul. Well, we'll find that out in 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. Amen? Well, Paul writes that apart from love, anything that we might do for God or for others is of no value when we don't walk in the God kind of love. Amen? See, he has given us a new commandment. And believers living under the New Testament have one commandment, which is to love as Jesus loved. I say which is to love as Jesus loved. And Jesus' love was unconditional. He loved you in your mess. He loved you when you were a sinner. 
He loved you when you didn't even love yourself. He loved you when you didn't even think about or love God. He still loved you with that unconditional love. Amen. And so that, that, that commandment of love that, that he told us about, that love will cover every commandment in the Old Testament that God has given. Because if you love your brother, you won't steal from your brother. If you love your brother, you won't hate your brother. If you love your brother, you won't commit adultery against your brother. If you love your brother, you will keep all the commandments of God through love. Because when you love with the God kind of love, it'll constrain you from even doing those things that the commandment of God has said not to do. Amen. And by keeping this one commandment, we fulfill all other commandments that has been given to us to stop sin. Amen. In John 15, 12, he said, this is my commandment in the New King James. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. John 13, 34 in the New King James. A new commandment I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you. That you also love one another. 1 John 3.23, the New King's uh, James Bible. And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another. As he gave us his commandment. And that one commandment summarizes God's will. Yet, there are in many aspects and outworkings of God's love. Amen. You know, I, 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 I sent out a tweet uh, a while back. And in that tweet, it said, Parents plant the seed of racism in the hearts of their children. And it grows and spreads from generation to generation, producing selfish motives and behaviors with a superior attitude born out of hatred. You know, that's powerful to me because it is a fact that, that, that parents teach their children when they are babies growing up to dislike a person of another color. Or, or the spirit of hatred and the spirit of division is being taught in the homes from the parents to the children. And the children grow up from generation to generation teaching their kids and their kids teaching their kids and their kids teaching their kids how to hate people of, of the opposite color because of a superior attitude that's born out of hatred and selfishness. And you know, selfishness is the enemy of God's love. 
And this world system is developed upon selfishness. This world system is, is, is developed upon hatred and division. And even now today in our political uh, arena, the spirit of division is running rapid. And, and, and they're not even wise enough to even recognize that. Because the spirit of division is born out of superior attitude, division. And it's born out of a lack of love. Amen. So let's look at 1 John 3, 10, verse 10, and 14 and 15. Because God's divine love is a sign of divine life. Well, 1 John 3, 10, 14 through 15, verse 10. The New King, King James. In this, the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. And whosoever or whoever does not practice righteousness, well, I want you to understand love is a characteristic of righteousness. And does not practice righteousness is not of God. Nor, nor, <clears throat> I'm sorry, nor is he who does not love his brother. So in other words, if you don't love, you're not practicing righteousness. And not practicing righteousness out of love, then there's no way you can love your brother. Verse 14, and we know that we have passed from life to death, from death to life, because we love the brethren. And he who does not love his brother abides in death. I won't say that again. He who does not love his brother abides in death. So if you have hatred in your heart, if you're not loving your brother the God kind of way, well, the word of God says you're already abiding in death. And verse 15 says, whoever hates his brother is a murderer. So you don't have to kill somebody to become a murderer. All you got to do is just hate your brother. And you in the scripture went on to say, and you know that no murderer has eternal eternal life abiding in him. So if you hate your brother, then basically what it's saying, God is not living inside of you. Because where God lives, there is eternal life. And the only way you can have eternal life is that you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior so that that love of God can 
abide on the inside of you so that you can love your brother with the God kind of love. Amen. I say amen. So so I want to go as far as to say the Bible say love your brother. Well, who is your brother? Well, you can consider that the Bible is talking about your brother. You can consider not just your brothers and sisters by birth, but it's talking about your neighbors. It's talking about uh, your co-workers. It's talking about uh, your friends. It's talking about everybody that you come into contact with need to see the God kind of love being displayed on the inside of you. Amen. So natural, ungenerated non-believers do not, they don't have the ability to love as Jesus loved. And we must have God's life in us to manifest God's love through us. In other words, you got to be born again. You got to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior in order to love the God with the God kind of love. Amen? That agape kind of love. Hallelujah. Well, in Romans 5, 5, the New King James Bible said, Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. The Holy Spirit was given to us. God gave us the Holy Spirit to help us to live the God kind of life. He gave us the Holy Spirit to help us to develop the character of God through the word that God has given us in his Bible to live the God kind of life and to love the way God has commanded us to love. Amen? So you won't be disappointed. I said you won't be disappointed when you allow the Holy Spirit to help you to love through the word of God, your brothers and your sisters in Christ. And not just your brothers and sisters in Christ, but also to love your enemies when they despitefully use you or do something to you. Amen? Because you have a choice. You have a choice and a decision to make. You're going to have to decide whether you're going to love or whether you're going to hate. Amen. Because God is not going to make you love your brother. Because he gave us a free will to decide whether we want to love one another or not. Amen. I say amen. So let's look at John 13, 35. It said, by this, all will know that you are my disciples. Wow. By this, all will know that you are my disciples. So your, your Christianity, if you want to say Christianity, or your testimony as being a believer, or your testimony as being born again, people will know without you even telling them that you were born again or that you are a believer, they'll know 
by your love. Your love displays your identity as a believer. Amen. Because he said by this, by what is this? By love, all will know that you are my disciples. And if you have love for one another, they'll know if you got love for one another. By the God kind of love. Amen. I say amen. And love fulfills all the law. Let's look at Galatians 5.14 in the New King James. For all the law is fulfilled in one word. Even, even in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So how do you love yourself? So however way you love yourself is how you're going to love your neighbor. So if you can't love your neighbor with the God kind of love, then that tells me that you don't even love yourself. Amen. Well, let's look at how love acts. And the opposite of walking in divine love is not only walking in hate, but walking in selfishness. Oh, that's a big word there, selfishness. Selfishness has ruined a lot of relationships. Selfishness has ruined a lot of marriages. Selfishness has ruined a lot of professions or professionals. The word selfishness. Selfishness is the opposite of love. So when you walking in selfishness, it's all about you. It's all about me. It's all about I, what I can do, or what you can do for me, what I desire. It's all about me, that spirit of selfishness that is running rapid through this earth today that's destroying relationships first john 3 16 through 18 the new king james bible by this we know love because he laid down his life for us and we ought to and we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren so basically what he's saying lay down your life for the brethren is that you need to prefer your brother first in order that you can display the love of God. Amen. Verse 17, but whosoever has this world's good and sees his brother in need and shut up his heart from him how does the love of God abide in him? Because the spirit of selfishness is in play and the love of God can't abide. Amen. Because it's all about me. It's all about I. It's all about self. Amen. Verse 18. 
my little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Indeed and in truth. Indeed and according to the truth of the word of God. Amen. Ephesians 4.31 Ephesians 4th chapter 31st verse through 5 5th chapter 2nd verse Amen So let's look at the 4th verse verse 31 through 32 31 Let all bitterness Wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Verse 32, and be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ also forgave you. Well, verse 31 is displaying the characteristics of the world of living according to this world with the bitterness, with the wrath, with the anger, with the clamor, and with the evil speaking. But then verse 32 comes back and say, let us act like God. And this is how God's love acts. Be kind one to another. Be tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ also forgave you. Therefore, be followers. Let's look at fifth chapter of Ephesians, verse 1. Therefore, be followers of our God. Or therefore, be followers of God as dear children. And we are the children of God. And children also act like their parents. So if we are the children of God, then we ought to act like God. Amen? In verse 2, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God as a sweet-smelling aroma. Love is the nature of God, and he desires for us to be like he is. Amen. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. I said praise the Lord. The, the love of God should control us. In 2 Corinthians 5.14, for the love of Christ constrains us because we judge thus that if one died for all, then all died. Amen. I say amen. We should be pursuing love. Amen. I say we should be pursuing the love of God. Let's look at 2 John chapter 1, verse 6 in the New King James. This is love that we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment that as you have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. And that commandment is the commandment of love. Amen. So let's look at look look at as we're beginning to close. Let's look at 
1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. And we're going we're gonna to go down through verse 8. So let's look at the first three verses. And let's give these first three verses a subtopic of without love, we are nothing. Or without the love of God, we are nothing. Amen. Let's look at verse 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become as a sounding brass or a clinging symbol. Amen. You can speak with the tongues of angels. You can be the best preacher. You can make folks shout. You can make them run. Amen. But if you don't have love as the foundation of what you're doing, you're doing it for now. Amen. Verse 2. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains but have not love, I'm nothing. Oh, we glory to God. The word of God. That's what I'm talking, the word of God now. Amen. I ain't come to hoop you up. I ain't come to make you shout. I just want to teach you the principles of God's word, the truths of God's word. Amen. Let's look at verse 3. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Amen. And I, I just had the thought in my, in my spirit just then that a lot of reasons why we're not prospering is because we're not loving. Amen. A lot of reason our prayers are not answered is because we're not loving. Faith works by love. I say faith works by love. So if you're not walking in the God kind of love, that may be the reason you're not profiting and prospering in life. Amen. Let's look at verses 4 through 7, and we'll, we'll give you a subtopic of love explained. So he's explaining love at this point. Verse 4, love suffers long and is kind. Love suffers long and is kind. I say love suffers long and is kind. Amen. Love does not envy. Hallelujah. And I don't think we have to go into detail because we're smart enough to know what the word envy means. Amen. We're smart enough to know that what, what, what being kind is is just the fact that we have to make a decision to do it. 
It said love does not parade itself. And is not puffed up. Verse 5. Love do not behave rudely. Do not seek his own. Do not provo- is not provoked. Thinks no evil. Verse 6. Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. In other words, we don't go around as believers rejoicing over people's downfall. Amen. We don't rejoice over the fact that people have missed it. But we can rejoice over the fact that the truth of God's word said that we're overcomers. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 7. Love bears all things, believes all things, and hopes all things, and endures all things. We we ought to be hoping for the best for people. But in this world system, a lot of times people are, are rejoicing and hoping that people fail. And love endures all things. Amen. Let's look at uh, verse 8. And we'll use a subtopic of love produces victory. In, in 1 Corinthians 13, 8, the New King James Bible says, love never fails. Love never fails. So that says that when you walk in the God kind of love, you're walking in victory. When you walk in the God kind of love, you can always look to be victorious it may look like you're not winning but if you walk in the god kind of love i promise you you will come out on the victory side let's look at first john 2 second chapter verse 10 through 11 verse 10 he who loves his brother abides in the light And there is no cause for stumbling in him. Verse 11. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know whether he's gone because the darkness has blinded his eyes. So if you're not loving your brother, you're walking in darkness and you can't see. Because you are blind spiritually to the word of God. But if you walk in the God kind of love, then he said you walk in the light of God's word. Hallelujah. And there will be no cause for stumbling if you walk in the God kind of love. Galatians 5, 6 in the New King James. Verse 6. For in Christ... Jesus neither, for in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything, but faith worketh through love. So in other words, your works won't accomplish or won't stand out before God. But it's your faith. It's your faith that causes you to accomplish the desires and the things and the paths that you're trying to walk when you connect your faith 
to love. Amen. And as I conclude in 1 John 4, 19 through 21, in the New King James, verse 19, we love him because he first loved us. Talking about we love Jesus because he first loved us. In verse 21, and this commandment we have from him, that we or that he who loves God must, must, must love his brother also. Amen. I say amen. So I praise God that this word has been a blessing to your spirit, man. It's been a blessing to your soul. And that it will cause corrections in your flesh, your outward appearance. That as you walk in the word of God, that you will begin to walk in the love of God. Because you can't walk in the word of God without walking in the love of God. And you can't walk in the love of God without walking in the word of God. And so God has given us his word. He's given us uh, his ability. He's given us his power. Hallelujah. That we can walk in the God kind of love. But it's your decision to do that. I say it's your decision to do that. So I want to ask you the question. Have you made Jesus your permanent resident in your life? Or is he this or is he somebody that you just call on when you're in trouble? Or when you're sick? Or when you're down and out? But is he your permanent resident regardless to what the circumstance, the situation may be? Whether it's joyful whether it's sad. So you need to answer that question. Is Jesus a permanent resident in your life? Because if you make Jesus a permanent resident in your life, you make the word of God abide permanently in your life because you can't have Jesus without the word. And you can't have the word without Jesus. And you can't have God without Jesus. And you can't have God without the word. Hallelujah. And you can't have power without the Holy Spirit. Amen. And without the Holy Spirit, you can't have power. So I pray today that you would uh, begin to Examine yourself to see whether you have made Jesus your permanent resident or is he just a temporary visitor? Or have you made the Holy Spirit a permanent resident or is he just a temporary visitor when you need power? So I pray in Jesus' name that you be blessed, prosperous, healthy, and whole until we meet again in Jesus' name.